You are now listening to the Cheat Coders Podcast with Nat and Nat. Yo, it's your boy Nathan and my And friend. it's your boy Raf. What am I, your assistant this... or uh, your co-host? Well, what's going you're on? The, you, you keep saying that. I'm, I, I say you're my partner, <laughs> but you get, I'm the co-host. So you're, you're putting yourself in that box. You'll put yourself in that box. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> I'm trying why to you, take over. Why are you, my friend? <laughs> so here is my <laughs> co-host, Nathan, from Raph London. Raph is the godfather. I got to tell everyone. We got like, I don't even know how many shows we have on Cheat Coders anymore. This is the only one I attend to. I watch these like <laughs> episodes dropping and I'm part of the admin on the Facebook. And I'm just like, wow, I'm popular today. And then I realize it's just like Raph cheat coding away and dropping a new pilot every week for something new. <laughs> That's exactly because I'm, a, I'm admin on your um, Nathan Blazon um, page on Facebook so I end up just getting all your notifications. My, oh shit, he, he gets <laughs> I, my DMs. Yeah, yeah, how how many DMs do I get? None. I don't want to deal with it so I just mute your um, whole Facebook page. <laughs> just mute <laughs> the you, you've been posting heaps, man. You've been doing a lot of um, giving on, your um, on Facebook. opinions on everything. On Yeah, on your Nathan Blazon page. Yeah, um, oh promote. yeah, it's just easy. It's easier because, like, um, mm. I always, you know, I'm always on Facebook, like, just finding random shit. And I usually used to just tag certain friends on, like, yep. like you know, you'll find random shit, like, just random content. But I figured I've got my account page. I might as well make the use of that. So I just every time I find something, instead of tagging a few friends, I just share it directly. So it's just normal. It's not really I'm trying to. It's just I just find shit and I'm like, oh, cool. Let's post that. And, you know, okay, let's no um, really let's um, let's address the elephant in the room. Why the fuck yeah. are you wearing glasses? <laughs> <laughs> like like we didn't discuss this prior. <laughs> like we didn't discuss this. Prior. Okay, well for one, for one, it's too bright in this room. I've had a, I had a big night. I had a big night, and yeah, a lot yeah. of people have already messaged me. It's like, hey, you're back. You messaged me like you're back in your element. Yes, <laughs> I got, I got, I got really messy last night. I woke up and I was like, "Thank God, I'm in my room," but I feel better. I ate some bacon, I had some. Bacon's rice always and, great for hangover, oh, yeah, you know. Hangover food and like. Um, I remember the time at your water. birthday, like um, two years ago. Uh, yes. I got hungover to the max that I couldn't yeah. even eat bacon. I couldn't even oh, eat like fried. That's another level of. That's another <laughs> level of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't even eat. Um, yeah. I remember that. That was a good birthday. Yeah, you got done. That was, <laughs> yeah, I got pretty much done. I missed out on half of the night just because I got too excited to just <laughs> yeah. drink. From the start, we were sitting next to each other. You're like, everyone's yeah, all, drink. Drink Everyone's to this. all like drink halfway there and I'm full like cripping and <laughs> dancing and stuff. I think someone had to like put you, like move you into position because you're like halfway yeah. on the couch. So they had to like move you on the bed or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, yeah, the, the the glasses, it's yeah, yeah, like that I, I need them cuz I don't actually need them. I'm just wearing them for kicks. But, you know, we're also here to uh discuss a very interesting album that just dropped out of nowhere. Uh this when is I fresh. Woke, this is when like I woke it just up dropped today. It just dropped out of nowhere. I woke up from my hangover, check my, you know, as you do, check check the damage from the night before, check my story, make sure I didn't post anything too too much that I might have to delete. And then I get a message from Raph. Hey, your homework for today is listen to Kanye's album. And I was like, oh, <laughs> damn, I got to listen to this. So I listened to yeah. it when I was like, 
You're right. Should we start giving our opinions? Because I've been holding yeah, it. Yeah, I have not said one straight. thing to Raph. Straight let's into it. Let's go straight into the Kanye review because um, it's yeah. fresh in my mind yeah. too. I've listened to it it's all fresh. day about for three hours. This is okay. a seven track album. So it's I've, I was listening album, to yeah. it on repeat and yeah. I'm pretty much getting the gist of the whole album and the feel for it. So 100%. I've listened to it at least seven times now. Um, yeah, one, let's, one start you, let's start with your opinion because um, usually your opinion. I, got, I, I, got, I don't know which direction you want to go. Because I got the glasses the, too. That's why I got the <laughs> yeah, glasses. Because so, it's kind. I'm wondering if you're gonna like it or not. So um, all right. So I start back, off. I listened to it like when I was laying down. First track, right? Once I heard the first track, I was like, "Raf, I'm ready to podcast." But you were having dinner. Like I was ready. I was way too like emotionally unstable at the time because you know I'm still trying to figure out where I am in life. Now put the Kanye album. All right, wait. Let, let me let me just tell you something. <laughs> fucking amazing! Oh my god! It's the <laughs> best fucking album ever. It's so fucking good, man. It is so good. So I was holding that in for so long. It's it's so good. You don't understand. Album of the year. Album yeah? of the year. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, we'll talk about his catalog and where it fits. We'll talk about that later down the track. Fits. Let's let's start off with um like your first impressions because um from track one to seven first time listening obviously i didn't know what he was talking about because it's just it's just sound you know the first listen you know like i was drunk as well but you kind of just sonically listening to it and like it's on point it's sort of like soulful that soulful vibe but like even just i can't i can't describe kanye's production method it just everything fits so perfectly like little tiny sounds like there's that track i think it's was it yikes or something was it yikes yikes? Is one the of them second got, track second tra- one of them he's just got random sounds here and there and it just always sounds balanced and yeah. just se- sonically it's so good like he just knows where to time random things in and obviously like yeah. like it's not a straight hip-hop album it's a lot of like you know it's kanye it's a kanye album you just you know it's him you know um it's great. It took me a couple listens as well. So I reckon it's probably better that we didn't podcast then and there because that thing that I just did then, that was my reaction when I first heard it. I was like tossing in bed like, oh my God, Kanye's back. <laughs> and um, the, this it, this podcast wouldn't be as efficient because I'd just be like, you know, going off that first listen. But I really yeah. started delving into the topics and what he's... Um, it, it brought me back to the, the last podcast we had when we were like trying to like, Man, I don't know if he's going to recover from this. Like, all the shit he's talking about, you know? Like, every time Kanye does, like, something stupid... And it, this doesn't wipe it off. I'm not trying to say this makes up for it. Because it is pretty bad, like his comments he made before. Mm. But you can't deny this is a fucking amazing album. Like, he just... Like, it kind of does make up for it. But no, it's just like... <laughs> 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 it's, it's so good. I just... I knew it. Like, in my mind, remember we were already talking about it? When we were doing that, that interview... I'm already yeah. foreseeing the future. There's going to be an episode of The Cheat Coders, me and Raph doing this, and I'm going to be talking about how good his album is. Like, I could already feel it. Like, he's got something. It's Kanye, you know? I'm wondering when he actually did this album because um, there's most of the thing is, most of the tracks are based on his backlash of what he's been saying, whether it be, even re- he mentioned the recent um, comments he made in TMZ saying that, um, slavery was a choice like that was in the tr- in track i think it was um wouldn't leave which yeah, is track yeah. number four or five um okay. but yeah the second half of it's the album seems to be a home no, not a homage not dedicated to the fact that he uh, he is saying all this outlandish shit and then it's affecting 
how his family is um, living and it's a the backlashes. Album. Yeah, it's, it's really personal, like in I terms it, of it's like so how Kanye honest. is. It's just so yeah. honestly true. It's so honestly raw and genuinely true. And just Kanye, no apologies. Like this is just how I think. This is what I. This is my perspective of things yeah and like i said it doesn't make up for it but it makes him human in that sense like yeah we have these thoughts too like sometimes we have the, the most darkest thoughts the most think the most outlandish things he just actually does it and he kind of like he said a lot of i can't remember the lines but some things kanye can can get away with because he's kanye like he'll say it if someone else said it it'd be like brah <laughs> yeah kind of thing you know what i mean yeah. It's, it's great it's a good album I'm trying to think of standout tracks I really like those last two tracks but standout I'll be honest track with for you. me was um, uh, I'm trying to think of the name Ghost Town yes Ghost Town I with love Kid, that. Kid Cudi in the chorus it's that, and, that uh, track got me and I was like it's all, it's mm. just about the feeling eh? Like it just feels like a really good record and it's seven tracks it actually inspires me like if I go back to my music just to keep it short like it doesn't need to be like a full 15 track LP like it's so I think all the um the good music um, albums that are coming out this month, seven starting off with Push's album, they're all seven, seven tracks. tracks. That's yeah. so cool. Because they're yeah, all yeah. but they're all gonna be produced by Kanye, so Kanye's like, all right, everyone's gonna get seven tracks, seven yeah. beats or whatever off me. I, and I then saw the interview short. when Pusha yeah. Pusha was talking to Kanye, and then he was questioning like, I don't know, man, I feel like I need more, and Kanye's like, no, seven's enough, seven. <laughs> Kanye it's stuff. a smart play as in, in terms of the streaming era everyone's going to keep streaming it because it's really short so they're going to yeah. repeat it over and over and over and over again because um, these oh, ain't seven thing. long tracks they're just normal sized tracks as in yeah. three to four minutes so yep. you can get this track this album's probably about 20 to 30 minutes long like the Pusha album this, so. is the way to, this is the way to go man it's just so much better it's so much easier to di- digest like it's it's definitely less is more like quality tracks each one it makes me really want to pay attention to each track more. Like, there's a few that I would have just normally skipped kind of thing, but because there's only seven, I'm like, yeah, you play the whole thing, and it's cool. Let's play it again and again, and you can really get the gist of what he's saying. It's such yeah, a definitely. good album, man. So good. So good. So, so yeah, good. Yeah, um, what I noticed is that uh, compared to his last album, The Life of Pablo, in mm. which he was pretty much mastering live as in like every time he released it he'd be like nah I'm gonna need to change this and he would release it again until yeah. a new version yeah so yeah, yeah. It kept in terms changing. of like he was trying to be like a perfectionist at that time in the life of Pablo but then this one seems like it seems very raw and stripped to its core as in like yeah Kanye honest. is really honest and he is a it's bit like a Kanye it it. it's like a Kanye 444 like how Jay-Z dropped 444 kind of out of the blue and it was just really honest Jay-Z Definitely. I wouldn't say it's the same. I wouldn't say it's the same album, but like, it's like this is his take on just being completely. He opens up a lot of things, even his mental health or that stuff. Yeah, that seems um, a big which thing. Was, which was a bit obvious. It's like, yeah, big Kanye's thing. Kanye's for sure is obviously you know not all there, but he's very raw about it. I love that 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 um he brought that up as well. I reckon it's really yeah. I think the whole theme of the album is bipolar. His bipolar. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got the. It's on his um. It's on his album artwork. I read actually. It says, um, Here it is. Yeah. I, I hate, hate being I hate bipolar. bipolar. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> Which is bipolar in itself. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I heard that he he took this photo on the way to his album launch. So he's on the bus. He took the photo mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I need an album cover. Took the photo, put that on the, yeah. the, the lyrics. Oh, that 
whatever that More is caption, and then yeah. yeah yeah and then like like i love how just like spontaneous and like in the moment it kind of is that adds kinda... to the point that um as in like compared to his last album where he was just going to being pedantic about every single note and every single part of the thing but yeah, this is very spontaneous and yeah, his he feeling just he's just let go it shows it in another level of his um maturation he's like he's getting more mature in his music in terms of like i know this is a bit you know unpolished this is raw and stripped back you know but this is what i want to put out i'm not going to try and change it here we go exactly yeah yeah so yeah it adds it. to the because it, if you hear the album from start on, to finish all the yeah all the tracks are like disjointed to a point like it it would change tempo it was like it would change completely the beat like for the first track he started off with spoken so word good. and then he yeah. goes into a different flow and then the next one the beat changes to another another flow so it, mm. it's very disjointed to a point which is good in terms of um how he's it's, it's it shows the bipolarness of the thing and it also shows yeah. vulnerability um yes. i've noticed when i listen to all the tracks in his lyrics and you listen to the beats and everything it shows it shows a bit of pain you know it shows that he's um opening up he's he, he seems that he he's seems to be he's feeling a lot a of guy, pain like in, like in what he's feeling to. yeah <clears throat> he has a lot yeah. of thoughts in his mind that shows that he's feeling a lot of pain through what he's been experiencing he's been, and been, his um issues and his, how um, mental is. health yeah, yeah. I love that yeah, first and track is it so also, good, man. That that really hit yeah. me straight away. The moment he just it set like, the tone of the album. Yeah, like what's the first line? He's like, uh, "I thought about killing you today, premeditated murder, <laughs> something like that." Yeah, yeah. And when he said that, when he said that, it was like, "Oh, this guy's going in the hard." But then the next line, he says, um, "I thought yeah. of killing myself, but I love myself more than I love Self. you." Something like that. But it shows like, yeah. that you know it like it goes in then like ooh ooh and then in but then ooh ooh you know Something yeah like that. bipolarness it's 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 bipolar music right now in, in terms of like it's, it's a ju- juxtaposition like you love juxtaposition like yeah. most of the songs are like based on happy Motown or happy but soulful type of music like, yeah. but the content is very different it's you know dark. it's first very dark. half. I love that um you know like mm. it's good you brought down ghost town that ghost town track and then it's got the girl singing in, in the chorus at the end like i touched the stove just to see if i could bleed again or something like that but it sounds so happy mm. but the the, the 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 lyrics is kind of you know somewhat dark very dark as well it's like it's very yeah. borderline suicidal a lot of the stuff he's talking about too but then he's like but i love myself on the burst but then he's like oh, i won't yeah. die though kind of thing so cool yeah i love it, it man i love every it's bit like, of it um the whole album oh the whole album is like crying for help it's like he's for experiencing help. all it these is. things but at the same time it's like i'm the shit man i'm the <laughs> i want to i want to i want to bring this up this is perfect that you segue this in because look i did my homework right like you said you're like i got there a task go, for you nathan you gotta you gotta <laughs> listen to this album i listened i looked up articles as i do um it'll get it in, get into the whole mental health thing because I know we talk about mental health a lot. It's a reoccurring topic. But he dropped this at the end of Mental Health Awareness Month, which I didn't really know about. I thought this was just an ongoing thing. But anyway, like, mm. he's, like, one of a few artists that are coming out with, um, you know, like, trying to relieve the stigma of uh, bipolar or mental illness kind of thing. And one of the lines that activists and therapists worldwide are debating over, or people in general... You know that line he says about, 
shit, where is it? Something about like his bipolarity. It's not a disability. It's my superpower kind of thing. Yeah. Remember that line? Yeah. I think that's on the second yeah. track. Yeah. Mm. Okay. This is my question for you. Cause like I've, I've been thinking about this, like, cause I, I've spoken about like my own issues prior already. It's no secret that, you know, I've gone through that kind of shit already or kind of still am a little bit. But when he says that people are like, it's split, man. Like people are either like the fact that you're saying it's your superpower. It's, it's sort of like dangerous. It's very dangerous in a way that it's make, it makes it acceptable for what if someone that is going through, like, it could be like any sort of mental illness, like could be, you know, schizophrenia or like bipolar or depressive disorders, whatever. If you're glo- almost glorifying it, and that, w- would that dangerously put people at risk? Like, I don't need help because this is actually a good thing. You know what I mean? Like some people yeah. might take it in that tone, but at the same time, he is the fact that he's coming out and saying it as well. It's relieving the stigma of it. It's like no, it doesn't make you less capable of living a normal life or less of a person having it. So it's like a two-edged sword saying that kind of like his take on going on about it his perspective because a lot of people like like carrie fisher she's like a mental health advocate she's always preaching it but coming from someone like kanye very controversial artist what what do you have you given this much thought because this is all i've been thinking about since since this is dropped i'm like is he is this a good thing or a bad thing that he's all this uh, this has been in terms of hip-hop as a genre everything's been glorified everything people perceive society perceives as negative has been glorified violence Mm, mm. um, you know gangster gangster living you know like drugs everything like that and um glorifying i mean um objectifying women that have been that's been glorified through hip-hop and then um it's always comes to the term of um you know say the n-word people saying like rappers saying the n-word like glorifying that in terms of um art we talked about how art is, you know, it depends on what the person or audience perceives it. It's their mm-hmm. job to perceive it how they perceive it. Like Kanye, yeah, yeah. like in my perspective, Kanye is saying he's owning his flaws. Mm. His flaws, you know, as a person, you should own what makes you, you know, flawed. Yeah. In terms of like, you shouldn't like use it as a a thing to a setback or as a a setback yeah that, yeah yeah you should use effect, it to yeah. something that could push you like that's what he's doing mm-hmm. so i have got this so like he's saying i've got this bipolar disorder but this is my superpower this is what it's made me become Capable, without this yeah. i wouldn't be able to make this music or without yeah, this i wouldn't be able to do package, this right it's the whole package that's yeah, what makes definitely. Kanye, so, Kanye, yeah yeah hip-hop has been glorifying other st- stuff that mm-hmm. society deems negative and it always comes down to the audience to see how they perceive it as in like you know should they glorify violence or should they take it as something as in like this is what we you know this is what is real in the world we need this we need to let it out there to everyone to see good perspective man i didn't think in that way because i didn't really thinking it side to side because i like you know mental illness guns and drugs completely different thing like one is like completely different thing almost, but, you know, almost a choice in, like you can you can sell drugs and you're a bad person for it um you can't really do much about you know if you you're mentally ill then you you'd like that and i think that's where the borderline is sometimes that's why like people are stepping in like like people in that realm of therapy and like you know people 
occupational therapists, mental health practitioners. Um, I know it's early days, the album just dropped, but from what I read, they're quite divided on the topic. Like, you shouldn't really be softening it. Like, it's just... if it, oh, What's the word? Like, making it seem like it's not an issue because it's actually a real problem. Whereas, it, like, with drugs and guns and stuff that's 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 a no-brainer like nah you definitely shouldn't be doing that kind of thing you know what i mean like that's <laughs> against the law kind of thing but it's it's a, it's a sticky gray area that's all i'm thinking like i'm all for it like i'm with you there like it, definitely own it kind of thing that's him and i think it, it it is actually probably more helpful to relieve that stigma because it's a very misunderstood thing you'd be surprised how many people um suffer from mental illness a lot of people probably don't even know because it's one of the things that you don't actually know um you have it kind of thing until i don't know breaking point like everyone at some point has something really messed up uh yeah happening and i think he's going i think he's leaning to the side of admit it when you do have it when you realize you do have it rather than deny it because yeah, it comes yeah. like when you listen to it, he's just saying he's saying it's his superpower. But at the same time, he is he is admitting to the fact that he has that mental illness. Yeah. And the first step to you know changing, and you know make sure making sure that you minimize it is to admit that it's there in the first place. Yeah, so maybe yeah, if yeah. by owning it, you admit it at the same time. That could help yeah. out. Like if you own it to a point, it's like yes, you you could go in Facebook status and write, I have this uh personality disorder or i have a disorder a mental illness if you admit it then it it will provide you a bit more help other people can recognize it and be like mm. you know give you the avenues of where to go you can you can build a community of people who do have mental health and then they'll help you out so if you yeah. let it out in the open to make sure that it, you can get as much help as possible then if you admit That's it true. and own it then that could be a good way to show it you know it, I guess, it I, I guess like, it's, in, it's in it's in Kanye fashion to to almost be arrogant about it as well but it is bipolar disorder so it's quite you know that is what will happen you'll have lows super lows and extreme highs so it's very yeah. typically Kanye to just be like yeah I got this and I'm the burst kind of thing you know so yeah, but throughout if you like, I love if, it man if, if I got you, so much respect for you, him from um, this yeah if you just um hear that line just by itself without hearing the rest of the album then mm. you wouldn't get that message but if you hear the That's rest true. of the album it's like he's saying at one point I own it and then another point he's just like you know you he's feel his it, pain yeah. and he's, he's suffering it, yeah. you know through yeah, it yeah 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 absolutely I feel ya I feels yeah man but track of track of the album sunny. is gonna be has to be ghost town for me yeah it's I good, love it's, it. it's good to hear Kid Cudi back oh yeah I didn't read, sorry I didn't actually know Kid Cudi was on that um yeah, I just, oh, his voice is very oh, distinctive. Yeah. Really, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm still a bit hazy, but that was the standout track <laughs> for me as well. That and the last song, I loved it, man. Such so good. Good on, good on you, Kanye. Good on ya. Never disappoints. <laughs> yeah, the the good thing about Kanye is that he, he could take elements of what's going on, like what's relevant now, and just mm. twist it on to make it his own. Yeah. Like he has his own sound. Like his own sound is going to go timeless to wherever album it is that he's going to yeah. make. His sound is going to transcend the genre. Like the next two mm. albums is going to sound, hey, it's going to have a Kanye sound, but it's going to have elements that that is relevant at that time. Like you have the Chance to Rapper type of vibe with a couple tracks. You got some trap type of vibes in the first few tracks. And 
you do have those elements of soulfulness, which is what Kanye still ties in. There. Yeah, at the end, it's still they Kanye just tie stamp. it in. Yeah, yeah, and it's got that Kanye stamp. Like, yeah, that's it. I'm inspired, and man. I want to finish. We could my just album. stop. We could just try and just say that um, Kanye is no longer a rapper, as in like he's nah, he's, he's pretty much that, just nah. his own he's, artist. He's, he like, he's makes, beyond his art. He makes art. He really is. Mm. He's an artist, that's for sure. He's very good. Yep. But yeah, cool. I want to give him a few more listens, and then we could just um that that's yeah. when I could like, actually I wanna, I wanna fall into pro- it a bit more. Listen to it, eh? As soon as like, oh man, oh, so fucking so good, such a good album. <laughs> just keep talking about it. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. What about nice. this Drake and uh, Pusha T beef? Just pushing. All right, cool, cool. Did you want to go through your um, your feelings throughout the whole beef? Like how you felt when you first heard the. I'm not the as invested in it. One line this. I'm not as invested as, as the the other guys are. Like I gave him a listen. Um, I'll be honest. I never heard Pusha's verse first. I just when Drake puts something out, I'll probably find it straight away. And I heard that. I didn't even bother looking back at the uh, infrared where he took shots at Drake. But as soon as I heard mm. the um, Drake's diss, uh, Duppy, I think. Is it Duppy? Yeah, Duppy Freestyle. Duppy yeah. Freestyle. Um, I was like, oh, it's going to be another Meek thing. Because like, I was never really big into Push, to be honest. Like, I've got a few mm. tracks, but I, like, I know he's a good rapper, that's for sure. But I've never really got into him. But I was like, shit, man. He took the bait. Drake's gonna go in because I just feel like Drake's at that untouchable phase he's like the new age Eminem I know it's a, such a comparison like come on it's Eminem like Eminem was destroying people but in this day and age I feel like Drake's probably at that pinnacle that you're going for the throne you go for Drake he's one of the go for the throne type people and yeah. more often than not he'll destroy you like he doesn't even try so I, when I heard Drake's diss I didn't even bother going back to push I'm like yep Rest in peace. He's dead. The nerve, the audacity. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's o- it's over, kind of thing. But then freaking Pusha T comes out with that, uh, that track, which I'll admit was very, very personal. It was really good. It actually it matched. I still like Drake's diss. I don't know why. I just reckon it's just better. But he said it some is, really. In terms of he like, said some um, foul shit. lyrics. Yeah, instead of lyrics and the flow and everything like old musical stuff, yeah, Drake, Drake, oh, Drake got the better, better song. That pattern, that but rhyme pattern terms, at the start, killed it. Yeah, I was like, Man, fuck, he's killing. But it. in terms of impact, of how content, of you, in, how, you're of, push of A. Content? I can, I can see your smile. You're, 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 your team push A. I can see it. Oh, if, you know, it's interesting because like push it right now is controlling the battle. Yeah, like. I know. I'm. A, I'm Drake, not gonna lie. You know. I'm a bit worried for Drake. I'm a bit worried. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know you're gonna come out from that because, like, I read the comments straight away after Drake's, and everyone's obviously biased. If you're li- re- reading Drake's video, everyone's like, "No, nah, rest in peace, Pusher. Who's Pusher? A lot of pop people won't know Pusher. Like, mainstream media won't know Pusher as well. Yeah. Like you were saying, was it Today FM or something? And they're like, "Who's Pusher? Yeah, like, like whatever. You, Some stupid shit. Cr- everyone's shit. everyone's talking about this now to a point that. I'm just tuning into an FM station, and and they're just like you got these pop VJs talking about the shit. beef, and it's it's obviously biased to Drake because he's the yeah, more popular one. Yeah, because he's the popular one, exactly. And, yeah, but like um, and then they're like, yeah, go on. 
and they'll be they'll be talking about oh why does he have to bring up the baby all that stuff allegations allegations you know it's just yeah. it's just some bitter up and coming rapper bro. you know it's hip hop yeah <laughs> it's not it's, it's just what? been a while and like it's hip-hop. he's been there's in no, there for no like rules. nearly twenty years or something <laughs> exactly wow. he's been around but like it's there's no rules for that yeah yeah he said some foul shit but if you go back in hip hop like we we talk about this in a boys group the rappers group obviously offline nothing's ever been off the table in hip-hop man like people dis like say some really bad shit tupac was talking about shooting first off him. fuck you click and yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, click, you, you know what i mean like come on guys <laughs> you claim to be a player but i fucked your yeah. wife <laughs> this, this <laughs> generation's gone soft this generation this, this is actually a very weak d- battle but it's just exciting because it's the like the hardest thing i just realized this time. is this is this is the generational talk because Pusha is in that era, not in that era, but early two thousands and stuff. Where that era was all about straight up, you know, drugs and like talk shit, you know, yeah. drug dealing, gangster shit. Well, yeah, nowadays it's a different era, and that's Drake's era. So it's it's kind of like two generations is coming together. You reckon? Yeah, Drake's true. doing his shit, and then true, and true. then Pusha is just going into the personal digs. And oh, if you read yeah, into yeah. the whole added on type of um thing the story about that mm. well it's, it's ironic because that's what the, the song is called the story of added on but it it's very strategic to a fact fact that pusher is such a villain that he just messes up not only um the personal stuff of um drake but his business stuff as well you know the story yeah. no no wait explain What's this? What's what's because what's um the business stuff? okay so th- this is what I've been reading so this is all like hearsay whatever but I mm. think it's partially mostly true. Um, Adidon is supposed to be the brand that Drake is gonna um, put on when he has that Adidas deal. So he's gonna have a press run of introducing Adidon because at that time when Adidon is gonna be released, he's gonna say the reason why it's called Adidon is because I have a son, Adonis. And then he's going to reveal his son to the world in the nice fashion through press runs, press conferences, and yeah. then help that promote that his new shoe and his new brand in Adidas, their joint label, so their joint project, which is Adidas. Okay. And okay. then um, Pusher just comes in and says, no, nah, man, I'm going to say it first before you do. <laughs> and he somehow got some intel. So obviously he knew what was going on in terms of his, um, his marketing re- strategy, the Adidas yeah. deal, and now every time uh, uh, every time they hear Adidon, it's going to be related to this beef. So he's smart, yeah, that's pretty strategic. It, it, it gives a negative stigma. I, di- I didn't know that though, so I don't know how many other people would know know about this. Like generally, like unless you're really like deep in the beef, like analyzing. Obviously, I don't like, think Pusha needs. Well. I don't. I don't think Pusha was intending people to know. He just wanted Drake's um, business to stuff up a bit you know yeah it's like all right you're gonna Pusha mention my wife Pusha's, so i'm gonna Pusha's, mess up your business Pusha's, you know yeah pushes ruthless even how he went about the uh in the um on the interview i think it was at i don't know breakfast club or hot 97 one of the one of the main ones and he did mention um yeah drake obviously questioning my street credibility and that's fair like he's very mature about how he goes about it as well like like no that's mm. fair this is some rapper shit this ain't street shit he's questioning my um street credibility so i'm questioning things about him but he obviously went in quite <laughs> very personal when he questioned yeah. drake about things like 
and now Drake weird. how is gonna how is Drake gonna respond is, is he I gonna know, go actually. personal as well he can't go back to the whole I'm gonna buy you to death because this is no. taken to it it's another Pusha level, has no. taken it to another level he's to a different, it a different direction. direction he's taken it a different a direction, direction where Drake has to actually change his persona to actually go toe to toe with because you can't yeah. go toe to toe being the nice guy Drake I don't think he can just go to the same style because Meek was an easy win, man. He just he plowed him, man. Overkill, like diss yeah, track. Yeah, as you said the, before, the like second one, Drake. Drake is untouchable in terms of if you want to buy to buy him and his fan base and go against his yeah. commercial appeal. It's all in. It's all. You, in you his, won't be able yeah. to. You can't. You, you he's can't. pretty much untou- untouchable in that point. But but Pusha found the loophole. Yeah, he found a loophole. He's gonna go. He's gonna mess with his business. He's gonna go he super care. personal. He doesn't care. He's gonna. I love that line he said. Um, sorry, keep going. You're on a roll. Yeah, Let's he's gonna. Things. He's gonna go to. He's gonna mess with his um, his image. Like yeah. now he's a deadbeat dad. Now, like he's. If to to break him down, to break Drake down, as I said to the um, group chat, only Drake could mess ruin Drake. So yeah. you have to it's get really in his, his brain his to what he, he does to it. Yeah, either he leaves it as is. This could be like the defeat of the century ever since jay-z and nas because you know jay-z went in on yeah. nas and mob deep and he got ethered literally it became like a hip-hop term he got ethered you know yeah he still recovered eventually so, but like that was a big hit you know to take yeah in his um in his um hip-hop credibility like he like jay-z ended up being you know this more successful one but at the same the time end, he's yeah. always going to have that l yeah, yeah, like lingering. But you know what? In he he never did not. He did, he doesn't d- take it as an L. Like how he goes on about it. Because after Jay Z and Nas, I don't think Jay responded after Ether, but he always held his, uh, his opinion that he won it. Because there was even an interview when they became friends again. It's like, so who won the beef? And Nas like, I think I won. And then Jay Z's like, No, I think I won. But everyone's like, No, no Jay Z. <laughs> well, as if he's gonna. He didn't win, Jay Z. You lost. <laughs> yeah, but like it's the hip hop pride. It's like, Nah. I think Takeover was the, but you know it's questionable because I actually do think Takeover was the better diss track now. Now that I listen to both again, I really like Takeover. Like Jay was doing some good shit, man. Like he wasn't just like it, F you and yada yada. Yeah, Nas was a battle. You always you have to leave that lasting impression. It always seems to be the lasting oh, yeah. impression the that lasting you have to impression, leave. Yeah. Yeah, it's but a little, um, only like time is gonna. T- only time moment. will tell. Only time will tell with this Pusha and Drake. I love that line Pusha says. Is like, how dare you put Kanye in my verses? I want all of the curses. And I was like, oh, damn, this guy's, he's, <laughs> he's like, like he's like the Joker, bro. Me. He's like, he just wants it. It's like, no, I want all the. Give me all the lands, you know? Why are you involved in these and people? And I'm the line enemy. is what he's saying is like, um, uh, I forgot it. He says like, I want to go to the funeral with three hearses. If we all go to hell, it'll be worth it. <laughs> I'm like, damn, he's going in. Like, you know, you know like, me. I usually like the villains, but I think because I'm such a Drake fanboy, like I was still, I'm still Drake. But that's what I said after that. I wasn't even gonna listen to Pusha's reply. I didn't bother listening to Infrared. But then when the hype came out, and then you talked about it, I was like. Oh shit! Is Drake in? Is oh no! Is Drake in trouble? Oh no! <laughs> I was like, oh shit! No, not Drake! Don't don't this Drake! You know, so, Drake's yeah. gonna be fine after this. This is good. This is a this is a good fine. battle. It is. It is such a good beef, man. Like it's 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 exciting. It's making hip hop exciting again. So yeah, you know, as in so, like I think it. the last time people talked about hip hop in terms of battling and beef, the last time I could remember is probably probably um Kendrick Lamar's Control Verse. Where he, yeah, he but was... no one ca- no one went at him that was worth it kind of thing. Yeah. Like, so many people made a record. How many people actually made a response to Kendrick? 
and it just made yeah, him more powerful. It did, like, and there wasn't like none of the people he mentioned made a response, but yeah. everyone else. No, 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 but everyone else did. Yeah, everyone was they, offended. They, they didn't get the a response. That, uh, yeah, they, everyone was offended that they didn't um, get their get name on that list. Because yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. So, yeah, but, Kendrick uh, controlled that, but that was so one-sided. It was basically Kendrick against the world, and Kendrick won. But this yeah. one, this is actually a really ex- like two. Like, oh man, what's what they gonna do? Fucking push her, bro. Yeah, man. Out of nowhere. This I was like, damn, like, son. Like, with no the whole Meek, Meek thing, you heard Meek's um, diss to Drake, and you're like, oh, that was a joke. Okay. The Meek, the right. Meek one, that was like the uh, the Mayweather versus uh, Thingo fight. The <laughs> the <laughs> MMA guys fight. That, that was it. It was just for show. It was like, it was a, it was a friggin' um, sacrifice. Sacrificial lamb. Just, here you go slaughtered it's like what did we pay to yeah. see this for it was free but why but did you give so much attention like pushes nothing no one to fuck with it's like yeah, everyone knows like, that now yeah especially now because like i said i didn't really listen to him before i knew he was like the bad boy of good music like he's the one that says he's like i'm the deal he does the drug dealing and he does all mm. that shit street shit so like i never really knew why he he's in that roster to be honest he doesn't seem like he fits in it but i, I could be mm. wrong like i said i haven't listened to him enough but I just always thought he was a bit of an oddball. Like even when they did that, that good music. What's that song? And the, it's all black and white, and they're all Kanye's in it. Is it like that Lamborghini Mercy? No, no, or maybe even Click. Mercy, Mercy. Well, one of them. Pusha always looks like he's always the one that goes in. He's always got the first verse. I think Kanye's like, all right, Pusha, you go win. Then we're gonna do a soulful shit after kind of thing. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, Shiv just um, popped out. <laughs> but you know, yeah. What do you think Drake's gonna do for the next? Um, is he? You reckon he's gonna respond? Um, Drake's very tactical. That if he knows he's not gonna, he's not gonna make a response. He might just do the Jay Z thing and just say, because right now it's still pretty even. You know, it's not like Drake's at a point that he has to make a response. Mm. I think he could leave it and just be like. In a couple years, it settles down. It's like, no, nah, I won that. I don't think it validated a response. He's just going to deny it or whatever. Well, I don't know. Not really deny it. Like, I don't know. Because um, It's hard it's stuff still, to it's, actually... It's still pretty even. It's still... I think it's a pretty even playing field. Like, like Drake's still got a lot of pull in this. Just the fact that he's Drake. But, yeah. Like, it, like you said, it is in his court. What he does now is going to do it for him. Only Drake will destroy Drake right now. Because Pusha's done this really big dent on him if Drake responds mm. and it's shit that's it and then Push is gonna go mm. in harder and then that's it that, that just destroys Drake or he comes up with something really good and I don't know what that is I just do not know what he's gonna do no exactly idea. like he can't do the he same tactic to... he can't just do another yeah back to back and whatever he did with Meek where he just overkilled him like Meek didn't even respond and then Drake did another track it's like oh man really you're burying the guy dude this one like He's got to think, you know. He's got to think about it. Anyway, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, we'll see. I got a feeling. I got a feeling that he might not respond. <laughs> That's what I'm I got thinking a feeling as well. I, I got a feeling he's <coughs> like he's he's smart enough to not respond. Like he's he's been put in a position that I think I'm a like a Drake L is like not getting the win. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, that like, makes sense. Yeah, for him to to win. Is, no, for him to take a loss is not getting more because Drake's just used to getting more. So he's not he might not be able to get like top it off on this one like he did with Meek Mill. But then again, like Pusher has been so personal in his diss that 
Mm. It kind of ruins his credibility if he doesn't respond. It's like he spoke about your mom. He spoke about your dad. He spoke about your child, your your baby mama. He spoke about your your yeah. friend with um you know yeah, with a, yeah. dis- like a disorder. It's a bit, it's yeah, yeah. Like what are you gonna talk about? Like if you're not gonna respond. You're not gonna defend all these have... people that he spoke about. And he doesn't. Ah, oh, it's it's a tough one, man. I don't know. And like, there's not enough to know about Pusha. Like, where's he gonna get this info? From. Yeah, Pusha has nothing to lose, man. He's like, he's got like, he's such a blank camera. Like, is there enough attention on Pusha to find out stuff about him, kind of thing? You know, Drake would be like, he'll have paparazzi all over him. Like, Intel will be around, you know, he's Drake. He's got microscopes on him, kind of thing. Pusha, though, his question is like, I guess like he could go the angle, like, you know, when Rick Ross got exposed because he was a cop. Yeah, you know, fifty like he just destroys people. Like he, fifty's yeah. petty. Drake, man. Drake's looking for some dirt. Petty. Drake has to <laughs> go pretty petty. Dirt. But pe- that's. Would you say Drake is out petty? of character? Yeah, it's not he's, really. He's, he's petty. I'm pretty sure he's petty. petty but he's a different he's kind got of petty. His own way. He's, he's, pe- he's mm. a suave petty, like suave when he's petty kind of thing. It's like I'm just better. Like, you know, it bigs him up. But he's not like petty as in disrespectful. Like Fifty Cent is petty. That's petty. 50 won't even like, make a diss track anymore. He'll just find something to... He'll make a meme about you or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all he does now. He just makes memes. He'll make a caption. Some shit, you know? I don't yeah, know. Drake has to be out of character to actually respond properly. Yeah, you're Not right. Properly, you're but you're to right. He has to change his, like... Image. The way he goes about it. Like, Pusher, push like... Yeah, you've given me a lot to think about, Raph. A lot to think about. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna probably have another nap and think about this for the next couple hours. Then I'll go back to Kanye. Uh, in terms of like battling, what what constitute as a good diss? Like people have their different perspectives on on diss what's tracks, yeah. what's a good diss on diss tracks and like uh, how far you can go. Like um, what makes a couple a of our mates track? are saying, you know, a couple of our mates are saying, oh, Drake's got this in the bag. He's sh- like. Dr- Pusher shouldn't be saying all this shit. He should just keep it straight rap bar bar to bar type of thing. But some are saying like way. go go personals, way. man. Personals are, are that's that's what hip hop battling is, you know, leaning towards. It's like it's always been about personals. And it, it's and if you have any um way, yeah. good like lyrics, like if the lyrics are dope, then that's a bonus, you know? Yeah. But what, what 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 does it for you? Does it like more technical stuff or do you want to go more punchline based or is the look, personals look, look. more if we're gonna get into this if we're gonna get into the realm of battling let me let me tell you this this, this is what I think okay um, I'm not gonna say what makes a good diss track there's two different types of battles you'd have to agree like obviously there's live battling and that's just gonna be bar for bar but there's always gonna be two different types of battles you know there's there's street sh- this, they, they mentioned this in the interview you know like there's is this is this some rap shit or some street shit like that's what they question pusher you know, what is this? Is this like, like, if you see each other, is there a problem? Like, if like, they're in the same room, or like, um, not acquaintances, associates of the two, is there gonna be like a fight breaking out if they meet? Cause you know, G-Unit days, and Tupac days, that's how, that's what beef was. Like, it was real shit. Like, you say something, you come to our hometown, we're gonna shoot you, or something. That's when rap was like, real rap. And like, you and me, we wouldn't be rapping. <laughs> Eminem opened that gate that, now suddenly you have all these like internet geeks hipster phase you know hip-hop's kind of it has softened when you say it 
people like you wouldn't see someone like Drake rapping in the 90s he'd get killed immediately literally he wouldn't literally. be talking big he'd like, kill Drake he's like who's this Drake guy he's not even worth a bullet let's just bash him kind of thing you know what I mean like that was like um, okay well, look, I'm, I'm delving off in, into it but for me what makes a good beef there has to be a history like I love technical beefs like you know when we watch the battles um, whenever you see like a hipster rapper that's very clever very witty as long as he sounds good he's got clever lines very funny this is why it works with like Kid Twist 360 you know all those Jin DMC when he came out he's not hard they're not really hardcore dudes and you put them against like a drug dealer type rapper that raps about I sell coke and I shoot people and whether or not it's true or not you know the quirky guy is gonna win because in a just that standpoint it's it's entertaining right it's like this guy like rapping about the same thing about trying to be hard and show how hardcore he is and then like this funny dorky rapper or like just really out of character type thing that shouldn't be in rap will always win because like it's like how Eminem came out like no one expected him this white dude in a realm of street dudes to come out and saying all this really outlandish shit um so if you look in that perspective I love the technical quirky that shit but um you can't you, you can't take away the most epic battles have always been really personal like it started from something way more like the the park and biggie that boiled up and they got killed for it man they died like because of this shit like whoa from rap kind of thing and like all the cra- the, the maddest diss records there's a history to them like jarul in 50 that didn't just happen that wasn't like a battle that was set up and let's go bar for bar who's got the best lyrics they're saying some personal shit because they got history like 50s like i robbed you and i stole your chain and my dudes bashed you or something and i don't know what jar said it was just pointless as soon as eminem got involved it's like nah and then like the rise and the fall of some of these stars it just makes it so much more dramatic like jar was on top right 50 comes in takes the crown that's forever in history jar's forever now the dude that got done kind of thing um that makes like a battle way more epic i think and like it it goes down the list like even the royce and eminem beef that's not as popular but i love that the fact that they had history they were like family kind of thing how royce got shunned um that's why when that meek and drake one came out that was just some stupid shit kind of thing as well Whereas this, like, this is as interesting as it gets these days when it comes to personal. Like, even the Drake and Pusher, you, you can't say, like, yeah, maybe they've known each other for a while, but even Drake's talking about things like, I help schoolboy Q, something. Like, I don't know the history there as well, but it somewhat makes it more interesting. Like, it makes you go back in time. Like, where are these guys getting their references from? It's not just some straight rap shit. So, yeah, that, sorry, long answer short. Like, if there's a history to it, it's not just a battle for or a rap thing t- for the sake of it yeah it's it's hell interesting it gets the most publicity and there's a there's emotion behind it kind of thing and people's careers at, at stake for a rapper your career is your life sometimes you can't recover from it man people thought jay-z wasn't gonna recover and he did once again another historical moment some two dudes from brooklyn got it in together man like dude <laughs> that's, that's, that's hip-hop history Anyway, yeah, sorry. This I'm, is, I'm, I'm doing a lot of battle, talking. This, sorry. Now this battle is going down in the books. Like history, yeah. It's Drake's getting. Definitely it's having, there. It's getting there. You know why? Because he's such a high-profile dude. It's like he's a high pro. He's a he's a different tier. He's like god, maybe not god level. He'd probably I'd put him in king level, 
because you know we, you know how you and me we always like let's let, let's <laughs> name where people levels are so like you have your gods which is tupac and b because they're dead but then we have kings like eminem's a king little wayne like i'm not a fan of wayne but you have to put him there kanye is king <laughs> jay-z Nas, yeah. he's like a king, but he's like a street king. So he's maybe like he's still a knight, you know. He's still he's still in the streets, but he's a king. He's, he's, he's <laughs> yeah. Nas, you know. Then you got like mob, you got low level guys, like the guys like Pusha T. I'd put him in the same realm as like the rest of G Unit and stuff, you know. Yeah. Like he's like he's one of Kanye's boys. He's there. So you got like a Pusha T level guy, like like a soldier against going at the crown, which is Drake. He's a he's a king guy. It's like. That's so, that was so nerdy, yeah. That's like, we, we do this shit. There's like some, <laughs> some hip-hop, hip-hop geek shit. <laughs> but this, I reckon this is going down in books. Like, Drake's definitely having a biopic when he's like, you know, 20 years time. And then, you know, it's one of those times okay. where you can look back and be like, we'll see, yeah, we'll we see. were there. We'll we experienced see. that live. <laughs> and like, you know, we're too young to experience the whole Biggie and Tupac thing. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I was like at least 10. Well, we like, were there for the 50 notice. Cent and Eminem Ja Rule one. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, we were there, but um, this one's more fresh in our minds, and this is fresh. Yeah. I think, yeah, this, I hope is, it this is gonna good. be one of those things. It's a moment, like a, this yeah. is this and the Kendrick's Control verse, and the um, this is America. This, these are just those moments in hip hop where, yeah. where it's, it's still just going, gonna hey. be timeless. Still, you know, hip hop's still alive. Hip hop's very much so still alive. Yeah, I like that. You know, Nas said hip hop is dead, but it's been living since then. It's just and been it's sleeping. been growing yeah. and, and evolving. Exactly. So, um, put my glasses. Sorry, yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. like, what was I thinking? Um, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> like, in terms of me personally, I, I yeah, always sorry, love yeah. the personal, the personal, the digs, personal, personal yeah. stuff. Even in normal battles, like freestyle battles at school or at like, you know, battle competitions. If you throw in personals, it adds a bit more punch to your yeah. lines. You know. You know it why? That it's, it goes, it's like it's like the Romans, you know. Not really. This is like a bad analogy, but you know, people w- are there to see blood. They don't want something yeah, like they'll just brush off. People actually want to see someone get ruined, as sad as it is. Like, yeah, and and they want to see like, you cry, man. <laughs> they want to see you cry. Technique, rap, tra- and like being lyrical and have having technique is not going to be as effective if you are just going to jab him with a simple line that's really personal yeah. you know yeah like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like when you go to a rap battle and you could be you can hear a technical guy and then you hear the joking guy the joking guy is going to get more of an edge because it's it's more easily it's fresh. digestible it's, it's, it, and exactly. it's fresh it's and funny it's funny at the time and it's just a, t- a time a moment thing momentary yeah people can look back and like probably in 10 years time is like oh drake probably had a more technical um, verse and very um, with the lyrics and it had very is very subliminal in in its in a sense and Sounds had good, double yeah. entendres and all that stuff mm-hmm. but Pusha T is one even though it, 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 it had less that of that day. it it, yeah. it just punched people in the face you know like it, it point, made people sir. talk you have a good point that's a very very valid point it's exciting but yeah it is exciting I, I just can't wait to where you know I want to hear the next chapter in this beef because this, this keep, has been going on for a while man like as in like push has been baiting drake for a drake long for a time while, like i think and then drake threw a couple of lines that um i think it was two birds one stone whatever mm. and um yeah it wasn't as effective but i don't know for some reason they've pushed line in, in in daytona in um infrared 
got to took Drake, Drake yeah. over the edge. Drake took and the now, bait, yeah. He took the yeah, bait, Yeah, he eh? took the bait. And then know. he's probably thinking like, Push is like, ah. <laughs> Push has been waiting. He's, like, he's been waiting. Yeah. Push is like battle Pushy, ready. Take a bait. And he, Push, Push, Push has been battle ready. He's just like, I, I wanted to take the bait. And Drake, he kind of slipped up. Maybe he shouldn't have took it, you know? But it was it was a great diss track. When Drake went in, it's like, oh shit. Drake gave him the attention. Like, Strategic, damn. man. And then the fact that he was talking about like added on the Adidas brand that he mm. was supposed to have. It shows how strategic he was, and it shows how recent. Because, like, they, I think they, you know, you can assume that Drake and Adidas has been doing this thing together, this project for about probably a year max. Mm-hmm. So, it's um, true. Pusher has been getting this intel somehow, and he's got it ready. He was ready before he dropped Infrared. I reckon he had this record ready, probably. and then he just wanted to make a few, you know, few touches after he heard Drake's this, yeah. and. Um, that's true. You know, he, he's it's very strategic, man. He was ready for this battle, and you give him Drake. I think, think is, about. yeah, I think Drake. He could be either super ready, like he's a step ahead, or pusher. Yeah. You never know with Drake because Drake. You got to remember, like, Drake's very tactical as well. He's but then again, how did he, how did he how did he know he was going to take that direction? So he probably mm-hmm. vo- like pusher probably voided all of Drake's plans. It's like, oh, I'm just going to go buy the bar for this guy. Yeah, I'll take the bait. I'll bar him down, and then he's going to bar me back. But instead. New direction. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna, gonna, do, gonna do, man? Fuck. Yeah, that's true. Very interesting. <laughs> I'm out. Of, I'm out of words. I'm just like, wow. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is a crazy. It's a it's crazy, crazy time, man. I, I love being a hip hop fan for yeah, these yeah. moments. I'm, I'm back at hip hop because of this. I'm back. I like it. Yeah, man. I I, I'm gonna like listen to less R and B and um get into this <laughs> hip hop thing. <laughs> I'm gonna stop listening to any house in EDM. It's messing with my head. Back to hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> no more. Oohs, but yeah, it is. Is there any other topics you want to go through? Not really, unless you have something you want to talk about more. No, these these were the main topics that happened. Yeah, yeah, this, this is what we wanted to, talk about. to speak okay. about. We haven't really introduced the show, eh? Sorry, this was an episode of the Cheat Coders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode. This is episode thirty-eight. 38 thanks for listening if you have we kind of i just realized before we got to intro like we just did our intro and then we didn't really anyway yeah find us on instagram um (laughs) all all streaming platforms no that's a lie only on apple Podcasts. do we still use Um, android android um, stitcher stitcher Stitcher. mixcloud is just mainly for old stuff yeah yeah you find it you find it but you know add us if you see us give us a review as well because like um you know, we haven't got a review in a while, and <laughs> we need to bump it up. We need, we need a review. I mean, like our podcast is the name of the network, and it gets the least plays. <laughs> I think it's just because it's just us two talking shit, so it's like it's not that interesting. But hey, shouts to the people that do listen, do appreciate it. Gonna keep it going. Um, yeah, good times, very good times. Very do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I, I'm. I'm pretty much fried I'm out, I'm out. Conversation. I, I, I'm out I got I got everything I need to say out so that's good yeah this is a very hip-hop centric um episode compared to our last episode where we talked about pretty much everything else like yeah everything the <laughs> very conspiracy of theory the, based yeah yeah the <laughs> meaning meaning of life and shit, yeah they got real deep let's change it up if you want to give a topic let's send it to us we'll we'll talk about it next episode especially um, like thanks for covering last that we week. talked about shout last outs time. to Don shout outs to Don oh yeah for shout the last to Don. episode 
thanks for filling in and um i would like to say that he's um his podcast is launching in a couple of days and Mm. it's a great podcast i've listened to a few episodes nats is going to be in one of them i'm on it um and he's gonna you know it's 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 great to discover art in a different perspective in terms of traveling experiencing different cultures so big it up shout out to don man and you know yeah maybe that's what we can use our platform for promote our other channels definitely definitely like yeah yeah. i want to like be able to promote other stuff as well like people who are doing their stuff and i've seen a lot of heard a lot of podcasts out there that's coming out of the works and it's it's great to hear man Mm -hmm. like everything's everything's happening man (laughs) if if you have an idea if you have an idea you want to start if if you have an idea and want to start a show contact this person over here uh he's the manager send him an email <laughs> uh, we have an application process then we go for a Skype interview go, uh, if you're good enough auditions you start a and, show yep. um, start a pilot move on to the next good. move on <laughs> yeah. move on from there anyway well yeah cool. um, this has been an episode of The Cheat Coders you can find us at Mixcloud um, Apple Podcasts um, everything else that you can find your podcast you can um, search us on Facebook YouTube yeah. and Instagram The Cheat Coders we are all there and we are a part of the Cheat Coders Network. So I'd like to thank Nats for his thoughts on uh, Kanye and uh, Pusha T Drake beef. Yes. And I'd like to thank myself for being yep. who I am. Right, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone you else, glasses, you have a nice glasses. day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace, peace. <laughs> peace. Peace.